Good morning. Welcome to United in Faith, produced and presented by the United Church in Jamaica and the Cayman Islands. We invite you to join the conversation, catch the vision, and share the hope of a Jamaica united in faith. Lent is indeed a journey of faith, and we are pilgrims together along the way. Good morning. You are listening to the United in Faith program. I am Janil Daly. Our Human and Missions Resource Manager here at the UCJCI Synod Office, Ms. Anicia Bremer, is here with us this morning to help us to understand the importance and to how to care for and support our minister. She joined us in January, so she's new to the program. Ms. Bremer, it's a pleasure to have you here with us this morning. Thank you, Ms. Daly. Thank you so much for having me. 
Before we get into the how we can support and care for our ministers, when we say ministers, tell us what exactly or who exactly we're referring to. So we are referring to persons who are authorized by a church to provide teaching of beliefs, someone who performs religious ceremonies and provides spiritual or religious guidance. And so those persons can include reverends and lay pastors. And what are some of the main duties of a minister? Well, when we think of the duties of a minister, we could really classify them as pastoral duties, you know, preparing sermons, Bible studies. There are also management and administrative duties that a minister has to perform, as well as we also look at community participation. Right. We cannot approach this discussion without admitting that there are some ministers, especially in our denomination, that are treated very well, right? However, we have a little issue with expectation versus reality. Let's get into what is expected of the minister and the minister's family by the congregation. I would say congregants expect their ministers to be present, to preach and teach the word of God, to be present in times of celebration and times of grief, you know, providing support, to nurture the faith of new believers and to also be an example, that Christ-like example. Any unrealistic expectations? Well, it would form a part of my first or the first response I gave, being present. I believe sometimes there is the unrealistic expectation that the minister should be available 100% of the time. And sometimes persons don't appreciate that a minister needs to take time for themselves. You know, that's why they have sabbaticals and need time off as well. Right. What about the occupational hazard? Because ministry is a high-stress vocation. What are some of the casualties that may exist? Well, I would say because ministers are spending so much of their time serving their congregations, sometimes there's not enough time to spend with their own families. The workload also is very heavy. And so ministers sometimes find it hard to take the needed time off, like using their sabbatical leave, and vacation leave, which in some instances, even if they do, that is sometimes interrupted by the needs of the congregation. Share with us, Ms. Bremer, five ways in which we can support our ministers, especially because we have this idea that they're not human and sometimes they're reviled when certain things may happen. How can we go about caring and supporting them? So we want to keep the minister and his family within the congregation, spiritual and social fellowship. When we get a new minister, for example, you know, you want to be their friend and let them be yours as well. So we know fellowship is crucial for spiritual health, for their spiritual health and the pastor's effectiveness. So when his family is involved, when we integrate them like that, then that's one way we can care for our ministers. Second, we want to support the minister's work of preaching, teaching, and counseling. And so we need to understand that the minister has to take time to prepare sermons, Bible studies, and then for leaders in the church, you know, where we can assist in those areas, we lend the support. We want to consistently have our minister pass the leader in our prayers, not only for them, but for their families as well. And so... We want to keep encouraging the family to be a part of the ministry 
so that there is cohesiveness. We also want to create communication channels for our minister because everything cannot be the minister's responsibility. That's why we have elders within the church and other leaders. So in whatever ways we can create proper communication channels so our minister is not always bombarded with everything. And I would say, you know, we need to serve in the varying ministries within the church. That's one big way we can care for our ministers as well. Those are just a few. We can also support our ministers by being active. COVID has really left us heavily relying on the virtual space. And so sometimes when we have our functions virtually, you know, we can turn on our cameras. That's one way we can help support our minister's ministry by being present, by offering yourself. You might not necessarily have a defined way of doing so, but just letting it be known that your services, if requested, you're happy to serve. I agree. And similar cases could be multiplied. I mean, as simple as offering to mow the lawn of the month. You know, that is something I'm sure our ministers and their family could appreciate. More specifically, Ms. Brimmer, can you speak to mission partners that would come to Jamaica and Cayman to serve in ministry as well? For our mission partners, you know, ministers serving away from their home country, I would say that the same care that we would give to our local ministers ought to be given to them. And we should also consider the cultural differences that may exist. But definitely the same amount of support should be given to them in their service. I agree. Thank you so much, Ms. Bremer, for joining us and sharing with us this morning. We look forward to furthering the conversation in our newsletter as we look at how to in relation to pastoral care and pastoral ministry. Let us pray. Lord, I pray that you will give us a heart of service, love and support. I pray, O Lord, that you will help us to be emotionally intelligent, to be able to identify the needs of our ministers and to empathize with them, strengthen them and equip them so they can be rooted on this journey. These and other verses we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Tell your neighbor, you 
Communications and Information Technology Unit of the UCJCI Synod Office is having a series of technology seminars. For the Northeastern Regional Mission Council, this is your final call to sign up. We'll be having practical sessions on March 19. Sign up at training.ucjci.com. I'm Janil. Take very good care. Until next time. Let us reach this generation. That was United in Faith, produced and presented by the United Church in Jamaica and the Cayman Islands. 12 Carlton Crescent, Kingston 10. Telephone 926-8734. Email us at synod at ucjci.com and find us on the World Wide Web at ucjci.com. Please join us next week for another United in Faith. This program was produced at the studio of the United Church in Jamaica and the Cayman Islands, located at 12 Carlton Crescent, Kingston 10. Call us at 876-926-6059 for information about our most competitive rates for your voiceover and broadcasting needs. <laughs>